I thought the opening was good too for Worlds this year. I had my friends were all saying that it like was kind of dog shit in comparison to uh, the past, but I think given COVID and everything, I thought it was a really yeah. Good it's probably favorite. hard to organize something right now. Yeah. yeah, was that one Worlds they got like a K-pop group or something? They seem to do oh, that KDA, almost every yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> they bring Katie. They brought KDA one year. They brought uh, them twice, right? Like they probably, I think they did do it yeah, twice. Yeah, I think they did twice. Um, and then they did True, true Damage one year. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The True Damage one I liked more, honestly. <laughs> did you like the Imagine Dragons one? I low key like the song for Arcane. The song like, was dude, the song is good. The opening song, yeah. yeah. Like all the music they've put into Arcane so far, I think has been like straight fire. Are you caught up to like episode six or whatever it's now? Yeah, yeah. I stayed up until six a.m. watching it. Oh my god, <laughs> that's why I got here late. You could have watched it in the morning today. No, it came out at 3 a.m. my time, so I wanted to watch as soon as it came out. Yeah, also the timing is weird. Like, it's midnight here on the West Coast, but 3 a.m. on the East Coast, which is, like, a really weird time to release episodes. Well, yeah. usually they do it the other way around, or it's 12 um, Yeah, 12 Eastern. Yeah. yeah. East, Eastern audience, I guess. It's yeah, like I guess Europe, it's, like, a little bit better for Europe, maybe, too. It's, like, like 9 or 10 a.m. for Western them. Europe. Yeah. Back when they were, um, when I was like super into, um, <coughs> uh, when My Hero Academia like season two or something was coming out, they were doing like the simul release thing for it. So like when it released in Japan on like Saturday night or whatever, it, like dropped on like Funimation at the same time here, and I would like get up at like six a.m. to watch it. That's the Is closest. Season I've good. Been. Um, it's it's good. I think I'm like a little burned out on it though. Like I'm, I'm I basically am just like coming up coming at like waiting a few weeks and then doing like a batch of like four or five episodes you know yeah yeah um it's it's still good i mean like i don't think i, I think it's kind of like past its prime but it's it's still a good show um anyway um well welcome to uh game busters everyone that's right we've already been recording oh we're in the podcast we are in the podcast yeah so this is a podcast from gamebuster.com uh, if you are new here, uh, basically every week we pick a different game and or a franchise and we just sort of dive into it and talk about the development and the history and the legacy. And uh, we just find something that's topical, ride that sweet SEO wave. So I am uh, I'm Nirav and I'm your host and I'm joined as always by my Amazonian co-host, Alyssa. Hello, hello. Uh, is there like an is there like an Amazon equivalent <laughs> in the league universe? Um. I don't know. I would maybe equate Siver or something to an Amazon, but I'm not even sure to, that doing okay. that is right. All right. Well, we are uh, today joined by our expert jungler, uh, Nikhil. Yeah, I, uh, I don't juggle much, but um, that's okay. I can I can be the expert jungler. <laughs> yeah. Um, and our uh, Timo main, Matt. I'm a jungle top main, so Timo is is in there. Okay, I'm mid ADC, so we almost have a full team. Yeah. I support bot, so... Oh, okay, there we go. We got it. <laughs> You're a mid laner. All of these words mean nothing to me. Um, <laughs> what are Okay, so we're going to just uh, kind of run around quickly for an intro. And um, uh, first of all, let me say, my voice is like pretty blown out because my friends and I went and did karaoke last night. <laughs> and um, I did uh, Welcome to the Black Parade as our big finisher, and it just oh destroyed my, my whole throat. I was like, I don't know how Gerard Way does it. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> oh, my God. It's extremely good. Um <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh, I'm I am I am weak of voice, but I'm trying to drink some coffee while Strong we're doing this. Stronger spirit, stronger yeah. spirit. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So let's let's roll around and uh, what are we ta- what are we playing this week? So uh, Nico, what do you what have you been playing recently? Um, well, League. Um, mm-hmm. 
got back into Rocket League a bit this week with with some uh, friends. That was good, and I guess I haven't played much outside of that. I'm trying to get back up to GC. Yep. All right, Matt, what are you playing? Anything except League of Legends? Uh, besides League, I was going to start playing um, <laughs> Neo, I think it is. Yeah. And then Justin bought some other indie game that he told me to beat, so I'll just play that instead. Did he buy you, another, did he buy you a game too? <laughs> yeah, he bought me The Messenger. Oh shit! So okay. I'll try that out. Uh, our friend Justin bought me bought during D anD D the other day. He bought me Owlboy like on Steam. It just like appeared in my library, so I guess I have to play it. Ah, uh, that was nice of him. It's game. I I feel like it's almost more of like a blackmailing tactic in our friend group at this point. Like <laughs> yeah, like I remember like like I was like trying to like make Ryan play Near Automata, and then I was just like fuck you, and I bought it for him. And he's like, I guess I have to play it now. <laughs> was it you who bought me as well? Or was that Justin again? I think Justin bought you Near Automata. Okay. Then I played through playthrough A, and that was it. Yeah, fuck you. You've played one fifth of the game, and you're like, oh good. That's enough of that. Um. So, um, yeah, Matt, what, what else are you playing? Anything else or just that? Uh, I was going to replay Skyrim, but since the update and SKSE is kind of shitting on me right now, I cannot play it. So I was just, just leaking the messenger. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've been playing, uh, since I have Game Pass, I was playing Forza Horizon 5 a little bit. Um, it's pretty fun. I think it's about as good as a racing game can be, which is like, Maybe not my fate. I don't think I understand racing games. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I'm not really like, a huge fan of them. You know, yeah. you like drive the car good. And I was like, all right. I, I kind of started to have fun when it was like, I have like a, 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 our uh, Discord server. Like we have a bunch of people who are like friends on Xbox. And so what it does actually when you're uh, like just doing like single player is that it just like randomly attaches your friends like tags to like other cars. Mm-hmm. which is actually pretty fun so like you can kind of be like oh fuck this i'm gonna win you know yeah um so I like think the aesthetic appeal is there like with car games yeah I'm it looks not a car person so it's hard i'm to... not a car person yet <laughs> it looks gorgeous and i think i found a good place for it like because i like am playing forza like on my like main monitor and i'm just like watching a youtube video on the other one it's just kind of a nice chill out thing sure. um i don't think i get why it's the highest rated game of the year i guess <laughs> maybe i'm missing something um maybe so but uh other than that i've been uh continuing guardians of the galaxy which is surprisingly super good and like honestly getting better as it goes mm-hmm. um i still i need to play it now I'm, like, yeah, i still the highly recommend it like everyone everyone i've seen who's played it is like this is one of the best games of the year like it should not be um they um they even they even referenced how bad the avengers game was in it which oh, is wow. exciting yeah that's very guardians-esque yeah yeah, um, I think I'm actually starting to like these characters more than the movies, which I like the movies a lot. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling weird things about uh, Chris Pratt right now. I don't yeah. know that I like him very much. <laughs> no. well, yeah, I've got. <laughs> I, really, I love when my favorite part of, of Guardians of the Galaxy is when Chris Pratt looks directly into the camera and says, man, I hate Mondays. <laughs> the occasional Mario voice, I yeah. assume, must come through. Yeah. Wahoo. Why does he have to have all of these iconic voices? If he's gonna have any, just give him. He's gonna. Vo- it's like it's. We have like at le- we have like maybe ten weeks at most before he's announced to be voicing Bugs Bunny or something. Like, um. Anyway, uh, 
so yeah, I've been doing that. And, um, I, I, I did start up a new Skyrim run, obviously with the anniversary edition. Um, but like Matt said, the SKSE is broken, um, which should be fixed in like a week or two. And yeah. so I just, I installed a couple of mods from like Bethesda.net, you know, the ones that work without SKSE to just like quality of life stuff. And there's obviously like the 500 new creation club things that are built into the anniversary edition, which are cool. So, mm-hmm. um, I already tamed a wild horse, which was new. That's kind of cool that that's nice, built into the nice. game now. Mm-hmm. Um, slowly becoming, transforming into a horse girl. Slowly, yeah. Um, yeah it's kind of neat. You can, like, find wild horses and, like, tame them and then, like, take them to a stable and, like, register them and stuff. It's actually exactly like Zelda. I think that's probably where they got it. Now I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so it's been, been good. Is there um, a Thomas the Tank Engine mod installed or... It's not already installed. You have to do that yourself. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> um, what is the name? By the way, I don't think we mentioned this on the last episode. The name of that mod that turns all the dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> is really useful dragons. <laughs> what? Nice. Wait, what do you mean useful? It's That's the name of the mod is really oh, useful dragons. Oh, that's the dragons. name of it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. It's like the uh, Mud Top Hat mod. Yeah. What is the name of the Randy, the Macho Man Randy Savage one? Oh, for the dragons? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. So, yeah, let's 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 get into League. So, oh, okay. So, we're not talking about games no. I played? Well, I know what you've been playing. It's Apex Legends <laughs> and then League of Legends when you're not playing Apex Damn, Legends. Damn. I am predictable. Kind of sad. It's because you're playing <laughs> the same games every week. I know. I just, I haven't gotten tired of them yet. Uh, I will say I did watch one of my friends play um, Hellblade on her yeah. stream, and now I really want to play that one. So maybe I'll go play that. That's a point. good game. It's like a really emotionally powerful game if you want like a really strong narrative. I think mm-hmm. like the second one looks like it could be like legitimately like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they put out a trailer for that. It was very um, intense to watch because I mean like I was literally just watching my friends' reactions to her playing. That's it. one of those games you got to like lock yourself in a dark room alone when put on the headphones and everything you have to mentally prepare for it. I feel like it, so yeah, it is a, it is prepared, a, it might fuck you up. It is a really cool, you sh- I think it's hard to blend action and horror like in a way, because like if you're, if you're able to fight back on the, to the monsters, like effectively like that, it's, it's hard to like blend it with the horror. Well, but like that game does it really well because like you, your character has psychosis. And so like the things that she is seeing and hearing are like not really there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you're also like fighting you're like in hell so who knows yeah it's a really cool concept it's like this um woman whose husband dies and she like just and she like fucking breaks through the laws of of like time and space and like uh just like descends into hell to like rescue him Mm -hmm. um and like as she like goes through hell she like loses her mind slowly and like every time that you die in the game like you die a little more overall like there's like a permadeath thing mm-hmm. and so like was, less of your body like comes back each time yeah the way that i was interpreting it was um that she was schizophrenic or um something of that nature i mean like the way that i was looking at it was like i guess like historically like in the past like religious figures or seers or um people under those sorts of roles typically were mentally ill in some fashion yeah and I kind of read it that way, but I mean, they, they, they've, together, I think makes sense. Right. Yeah. They, they've specifically talked about it being a study of a psychosis and they had like actual psychiatrists work on the game and everything. Um, mm-hmm. 
to replicate those symptoms. Um, but like, yeah, that's why she has a hundred voices in her head all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting concept because you basically have all these voices in your head and like some of them ha- are trying to help you and some of them are trying to kill you. And like, you can't tell which ones are which, mm-hmm. but they're always telling you what to do. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a really cool game. Check it out. All right. All right, let's go. I'm so... <laughs> I'm going to die. No, I'll choose life. I'll choose life. Okay, so I'm going to rest my voice for a second. You guys, please pitch me on League of Legends. Uh, this is a game that I have opened, I've installed one time, and I've played two matches of. I feel like my introduction for it would be fairly similar to the introduction we did for Apex a couple weeks ago, which is that if you want to be called a slur um or <laughs> i guess just generally have a decent okay time i guess playing the game uh, you play league of legends i have a lot more fun when i'm playing with a five stack like of people that i know so i, I will agree. say that i cannot play solo okay so like pitch me on look what is, what is this game though like what, why is it fun so like it's 5v5 three lanes that you go into right and then there's a the jungle Five roles, called one called the jungler. It's a PvE role for the most part. You kill monsters in jungle to get levels. Mm-hmm. Every other laner has to be in lane, killing these minions or getting kills at the same time. J- the jungler's unique in that he doesn't is not registered to a lane, so he can go anywhere and gank, essentially. Go kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, objectives. So it gets stronger by getting gold. Level up, get stronger. Sometimes it gets to a point where it's like, you could just not do anything wrong with how ahead you are, so. And then destroy the enemy's base, I guess. Yeah, I'd say, like, another thing about this game, um, there's, like, a big, you know, mechanical component to it, obviously. Um, being able to press all your buttons correctly and at the right times um, yeah. and knowing when to do so. But there's also, like, a big strategy and teamwork uh, component to it. Um, and those two things, like, come together, I guess, to make the overall experience. Um and they, both of them are, like, really in-depth. It takes, like, years and years to, to really understand the game. Yeah, I'm currently, I think, a level 26, and I'm still having a difficult time <laughs> learning how to play correctly. Oh, sure. uh, the buying the buying feature is kind of something that I haven't done before in a game, so that's something that I'm still trying to uh, work on understanding, yeah. because you have to understand, basically, what each of the items do when you buy them, and, like, yeah. what works the best for your role. So You have to understand what... It's best for you and what's the best against them and might what go with your team. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and, and items change every year. So it's like Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is like when I when I started playing in like season two, there were I don't know, fifty champions or something, but now there's hundred and fifty. And like part of being able to play this game is knowing what all, all the, the champions do. <laughs> yeah. because um, yeah, you're not gonna face the same five champions every game. Um, I mean you'll see some more than others, but eventually you're gonna have to learn what all the champions do. Yeah, like, I joined in Season 2 as well, so I, like, know the game pretty well. And uh, they just released a champ called Viego, where you can possess champions, like, when you kill them. So I'm like, oh, thank God, I can actually play this guy normally. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can kind of get what everyone does. Okay, so if anyone listening to this is not familiar with League of Legends like me, you're already very lost. You all did a very poor job explaining this game to me. (laughs) Okay, it's a multiplayer online battle arena with MOBA. If that helps at all. Right. I played two MOBAs in my life. I played League and I played Smite. And so basically, you're on a big map, like uh, Matt said, with three lanes. You have a team of five people, and the objective is to get through these turrets on the other side 
uh, each team has turrets. You have to uh-huh. kill those and continue breaking those down as you progress onto their side of the map. And then the objective is to get all the way into the back of their base and destroy their nexus, um, which is basically just a big structure that you can hit and break. It's like your home base. Essentially. Yeah. So that, that's how you actually win the game is when one team destroys the other team's mm-hmm. nexus yeah. in the back of the base. Um, and to do that, you have to get through all of the turrets in the way. Um, and turrets, you know, they're very hard to get through. They, they have a lot of health. They shoot you as you try to hit them. Um, so, you know, that that presents a whole other uh, strategy component Aspect. there. Yeah. There's a lot of give and take in League, and I feel like very seldomly do you have, like, a, one team that kind of just, like, completely dominates the other. Yeah. Um, Those games feel fun to play on if you're uh, if you're on the winning team. Not yeah, so much no, on the losing sure. team. It's like, wow, we just suck. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, um, basically, like we said, it's like a 5v5 um, MOBA. Uh, it's like an isometric view. Um, and uh, I think at, I saw at last count there's 155 characters. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. That seems like a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah, they, they had like phases in the last... Not recently. I feel like the last couple of years they released like, I don't know, three or four champions a year. But in the years prior, they would do, you know, one every two weeks. They would have like crazy release schedules. Yeah, oh it was like twenty, um, like especially like season two to four. Yeah. It was just like once a month almost. At that yeah. Point, even the last more. couple of years, it's like every three or four months they release one new one. So it's been yeah. it's been really slow. And they're reworking awesome. uh, champions yeah. as well. Yeah, they good. rework the older ones because there's a lot of power creep. Um, so basically, like the new champions that get released are much stronger than the old ones, so they have to to rework yeah. those. Like I literally said, uh, Viego, you can possess every champion, so you have to know every champion basically, right? Yeah. Um, and then like the old champions is like he runs at you and he throws uh, a boomerang, and I guess she, and then she attacks the wave and it bounces, and that's her kit essentially. Very simple. All right. So uh, yeah, we're gonna run through the uh, development and then uh, the the release and then the post uh, release work that they've done on the game as well as uh, with Riot Games and stuff. So um, yeah, so Riot Games, uh, of course, the creators of League of Legends, was founded by uh, two people, Brian Beck and Mark Merrill, who are known as Rise and Trindamir, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are two of the original champions in the game as well. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I think those were their like gamer tags. Yeah, that's or whatever. like their tags, I guess. Yeah. So uh, they were roommates at the University of Southern California, and both um, were business majors, and they bonded over a shared love of video games, obviously. Um, they kind of uh, believed that too many video game developers had devoted their or diverted their, their focus from game to game too often, because he, they, they kind of had this idea for an everlasting game, like one that like people don't stop playing. And so... And at the time, in like 2003 or four, when they were in college, like, you know, that wasn't really a thing that existed. Um, mm-hmm. So um, do you guys you guys know Dota, obviously, um, which is oh. a short for Defense of the Ancients. Um, this was a mod essentially for Warcraft three, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was Warcraft yeah. three. For Warcraft three that um, basically almost uh, not maybe not created, but it is definitely established and grounded the idea of a MOBA, a multiplayer online battle arena. Um and so uh, their love of that mod made them come to the realization that they could make something like that and instead of uh, just releasing it. They could just update it like constantly forever for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they um, they said they drew inspiration from Asian video game designers who had been already doing that uh, PC. A lot of Asian PC games had been doing that already. 
just none of them that had made their way over to the West um, to basically go free to play. Because, I, I mean, like a, a console slash, you know, PC, whatever kind of game, like being free to play at that time was just like completely unheard of. That wasn't a thing. Um, so um, Beck and Merrill had this idea for this spiritual successor to, to Dota. Um, so it was called, uh, I think it was called Reign of Chaos, it says. Um, was the mod's name, but basically it uh, required the players to like ball, buy Warcraft three and then you know just install the mod with it. Oh, um, so Reign of Chaos is like well, it's Warcraft three Reign of Chaos. Is the Warcraft three Reign of Chaos. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they actually held Dota tournaments for students at the University of Southern California, and they, uh, so Beck and Merrill organized this Dota tournament, and they're. Uh, <laughs> What they, they did this as like an as a, a secretly they had this ulterior goal of like whoever won the tournament they were going to hire to be their first employee at Riot Games. Oh, I love that. And uh, the winner uh, was this guy named Jeff Jew. His last name is literally Jew, so I mean don't don't come at me for that. That's his name. Uh, can't I do not know if he's Jewish. Um, no, that's like an Asian. I know some people with that last name. Okay. It's like an Asian last name. Okay, it's not not related to the religion. Okay. So, um, yeah, Jeff Jew uh, was, of course, hired to Riot Games and became the lead producer for League of Legends. Um, he was very familiar with Dota, and he spent a lot of the uh, tournament teaching others how to play. So, um, you know, they were they were really happy with how he uh, he worked during that tournament. He just kind of walked around and tried to help as many people as he could, and they uh, they hired him on, which wow. I think is pretty cool and kind of funny. Like they like tricked people to like into making this like tournament arc, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, they also, Beck and Merrill also recruited two people from Dota, Steve Feek, who was one of the designers for Dota, and then Steve Meskin, who ran the support website, uh, for Dota. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, they, they really were like, run, they really like went in all in on this art, like right at the beginning and we're just like, let's just grab whatever people we can. Um. Uh, and I mean, looking at how big Riot Games is now, like just remembering that it started with like two college kids is like insane, you know. Um, small indie company, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, small. Yeah, indie. For anyone who doesn't know, that's the uh, that's the meme with League. Every time, every time Riot does something that the the player base like doesn't agree with or or something, the meme <laughs> like, is that they're small indie does. company, so they don't have the resources. Yeah. Or uh, the more recent one is two hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Basically, um, they released a, a champion that mm-hmm. was. Uh, on release was like really really strong and overpowered. It was like giga busted. It yeah, was like one v five at level one. Yeah, busted. literally could could one v five easily, and it was an eighty eighty carry, which is supposed to be the weakest roll early. Um, but anyway, so when people were complaining about it, the, someone on the game design team tweeted out like, "Oh, our team has a combined experience of, or a combined two hundred years of game development experience." <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're right here. So yeah, yeah we're right. You don't know what you're talking about. So when you, whenever you get killed by that champion or something else in the game, you say, "Oh, I got two hundred years." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was so good at Worlds because Aphelios was picked as well. So I'd see Twitch chat blow up with like two hundred years. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. So um, their their first demonstration of League of Legends was actually built inside World of Warcraft. Uh, or sorry, World of Warcraft, Warcraft Three uh, in the game engine, um, and it was completed and shown at the 2007 GDC Game Developer Conference. Um, it absolutely flopped there. Everybody hated it. Um, so the, yeah, their first version of league of legends, like absolutely went nowhere with potential investors. Um, 
Yeah, they uh, apparently like everyone hated the idea of a free to play business model and they didn't understand not having a single player mode. Um, this game was actually the very first free to play game outside of Asian markets. So like that concept just didn't exist to people. Um, and people were like, yeah, we just want to do like a retail release and then like, you know, get a sequel. And they were like, no, there's not going to be a sequel. This is a game that is going to last forever and it costs nothing. And obviously, like in 2007, this was just like, they were like, no, that sounds like a huge waste of money and time. Yeah. Um, so eventually, Riot realized that they weren't going to get any backing uh, from the West, and they reached over East across the sea and landed comfortably in the lap of Winnie the Pooh um, <laughs> when they reached an agreement with Tencent uh, over in China. Oh. Uh, Tencent would later go on to purchase Riot Games, uh, but they they did work together as independent companies for a few years before that. Um, so uh, if anyone doesn't know Tencent, then um, I you probably I don't, play their games. Yeah, you've definitely well, played actually definitely games. play their games. <laughs> yeah, like they are if you a, play any game at all. They are a gigantic media conglomerate, the size of which rivals a like medium sized country. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. They, um, it's hard to say, like, almost everything electronic that exists has, Tencent has had their fingers in somewhere along the supply chain. Yeah. Uh, they, they are one of the largest companies in the world. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, they, they, they've tried to sneak in and buy, they have bought, like, minority shares in, like, almost every, like, company and website that you're familiar with. Like, they're, like, the biggest company in China, I think. They are for sure, um, and they are one of they're like third or fourth biggest company in the world or something. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, Tencent also works directly with the Chinese government, and so um, there's obviously a lot of controversy. Being that like Tencent sometimes works as an extension arm of the the Chinese Communist Party, um, but uh, they are they are technically an independent company, but they work closely with the Chinese government with uh, on you know censorship blocking things out of China, etc. Um, we could probably do a whole episode on Tencent, but anyway, this that's all you need to know about them. Uh, look it up. So, uh, of course, Riot, as I said, independent, like they were independent at this time still, and they reached an agreement with Tencent to uh, publish their game and also to fund it. So uh, with that, with that uh, Tencent funding, they were given uh, just a few million dollars, but of course that was all they needed to get started. Um, they hired up a team and uh, they announced uh, League of Legends on October 7, 2008 for PC. Uh, the original launch title was actually League of Legends Clash of Fates. But like after, I think, less than a week, they removed the Clash of Fates part. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, they said they found it, quote unquote, silly. Uh, well, what I think is silly is they call their characters champions and not legends. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, well then Apex Legends they have legends. Well, that was they like in uh, in early league. So the League of Legends was actually like in canon. They made a canon reason for like yeah. you possess these champions or some shit or like copies of them or something. And there was like they all and everyone's lore was like, "Oh, and this is why this character came to join the League of Legends." Like they would yeah. always like have that in each character. Oh, so. Then they threw it out. They're like this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, we talked about this already a little bit, but League of Legends is pretty well known for receiving updates in, in, uh, in patches basically on a crazily like frequent schedule. Um, 
In fact, like game balance patches at one point in the game's history were coming out every two to three weeks. Um, yeah, they still do, I think. Uh, they still do, okay. Like once a month now? Oh, once a month, okay, yeah. Or three weeks or something like Yeah, there's something yeah, like yeah. three weeks or something, yeah. yeah. So um, there were uh, previous games that, you know, of course, would put out a patch here and there to make sure that, the you know, the game stayed, like, balanced. But League of Legends basically made, like, keeping up with the developer changes, like, the meta of the game, like... The str- part of the strategy of playing the game was like understanding the patches and stuff like that and being able to keep up with them. Um, this is a note I found also that, uh, just for reference, uh, at this point in time, Riot Games uh, employs about 2,500 people directly. So, small indie. Uh, small indie company. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if they fucking reworked the client, man. Fuck. Yeah, the client still doesn't work um, 10 years later, 11 years later. Honestly, I would be like probably 10 times more likely to give league another shot if they put it on steam oh it's going on uh, epic now i think i heard oh that makes me less likely to open it yeah (laughs) um so of course uh like i said there's a free-to-play business model here you can download and launch league of legends for zero dollars and zero cents you can do it right now um there are loot boxes in the game in which you can get um, mostly what people are trying to get are rare skins for their characters. Um, like every other you know, online game, you get skins for your characters to use online. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm very familiar with Overwatch loot boxes, of course. Um, can you guys explain to me the loot box model for, for League and how that works with the skins and everything? Uh, it's a way to get free skins, basically, so... Um, this is like what season eight, nine, I think nine, when they introduced loot boxes. Um, you basically play the game as long as you're not toxic, because they have an honor level. So as long as you're honor level three, which is like where you start, you can get these rewards. Um, it's pretty hard to go below that, I would say. Like yeah, you have to like you, you, you have, have to, to get be mad, pretty bad, to, yeah, <laughs> to 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 drop below that. Yeah, and um. You'll get you'll get four chests a month, I think, like once a week, and you get keys, like key fragments. You take three and make a key. Uh, you'll open these chests up, and they might have like skin shard or orange essence, which you use to make skin shards permanent, like to add it to your account. And the way to get skin shards is uh, open chests, basically. So it's like, oh, you might get lucky and get a skin you like, but just save a couple more, you get skins. Um, so I have to collect re- key. I have to collect pieces of a key to unlock a chest that has a piece of a skin in it. Well, because yes. you have to unlock the chest too. So you have to unlock the chest. You have to unlock the key fragments and then create a key, and then you can open that. So chest. you get, you get the key fragments get just by like. uh, yeah, by the honor like, system. So like if you're if people are honoring you after games and you're not being toxic, you just get key fragments when you log in. Yeah, um, and then you get the chest by like actually playing well um or yeah, someone you have to get s, well. s class on your so, yeah after each game you get rated like s a b c d however well you did and then i think if you or someone on your team gets an s or higher then you get the chest uh for that game yeah and basically. you can only get a chest for each champion once a season so it encourages you to play all the champions because like if you keep getting s's on a collie i mean you're probably really good at a collie but you can only get one chest yeah mm-hmm. exactly that does that not seem overly complicated no uh, I find it a bit complicated. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I did still... just start playing the game this year, so like, I. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Just like in, in Overwatch, like you just you you level up and you get a box, and then you open it and skins come out. Like, yeah, and that's the end. Yeah, they the have a separate thing with leveling up. They give you like champion capsules 
instead. Because yeah. you don't get all the champions. There's like 40 currencies in this game. There used to be more, I think. Uh, (laughs) They combined it all into Blue Blue Essence slash IP, but yeah, they used to be split out to separate ones. Yeah. There's a a lot of old practices with League. Like before, your currency you get from winning games was used to buy room pages, which uh, basically gives you like plus five damage or some stupidness. But it it costs a lot of money, so you'd have to grind and get the pages. But now they finally got rid of it. Yeah, now the rune system is free. Like yeah. when you start your account, you have all the runes, which is which much is better. Much better. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that, people who started back when you had to buy rune pages will understand the struggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, League of Legends also are the is kind of the game that established this practice where it's pretty commonly understood now that the more currency systems you introduce into your game, the the less people are able to associate. Yeah. Associate it with real money, and therefore will pay more money for less items. Yeah, which I mean has worked. Obviously, look how much money they made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And speaking of which, um. Oh yeah. Also, there um. Says that they launched in August 2019 an achievement system purchasable with riot points, which was widely criticized. Oh, oh, Eternals. Is that what they're talking Eternals. about? Eternals. You're talking about Eternals. Yeah, so basically, if you play, like, uh, let's just say Ramus, he's the little ball armadillo guy who rolls around. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can buy an Eternal for Ramus, and it'll be specifically for him. And it'll be like, oh, you turn into a ball and hit people. Every time you hit someone while you're a ball, you get one Eternal point. So it's like champion-specific little achievements like that. Or okay. like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Is Sonic How in the game? been a ball, you know? Well, he, he's Ramis. basically Sonic, yeah. Yeah. He has okay. a Bowser skin. So. Yeah, he has it from beta. I, I can't get it because you can only get it in beta, but there's a Bowser yeah. skin, which is the coolest skin in the game. Wow, that seems like something. Did, did anyone tell Nintendo? No. <laughs> no, it's called King Ramos. Not, uh, there's no, no no relation there, but yeah, it's yeah, just no Bowser. No, look for King Ramos skin. Yeah, look up the skin. Um, that's the one I've okay. always wanted. But... All I'm getting are pictures of a guy named Sergio Ramos, the king of the world at Real Madrid. How did you spell it? R-A-M-O-S? No, no, R-A-M-M-U-S. Ramos. Okay, yeah, Ra- Ramos is uh, is a player at the Real Madrid soccer team, it looks like. Yeah, Sergio Ramos <laughs> is also a soccer player, but this is... Yeah, okay, yeah, that's Bowser, huh? Yeah, it's All right. Bowser. All right. Um, so, only around 4% of players have paid for cosmetics, apparently, in this game, uh, which is significantly lower than the industry standard of 15 to 25%. Um, this game is really profitable because 4% of their players, this is a gigantic player base. Um, so just for reference in, uh, in 2017, uh, league of legends had a, a revenue of $2.1 billion. Yeah. And, uh, actually went way down in 2018 to 1.4 billion, oh, wow. uh, in 2019 up to 1.5 billion. And then 2020 was 1.75 billion. So they're climbing their way back up, but. Uh, 2017 was their like biggest year ever, and they haven't quite gotten back to there. Was the drop in 2018 because of the lawsuits? Mm, that is when the lawsuits began, but I don't know uh, if that was why. Well, I know in 2016 to 17, that was like that was when people got hyped for League as yeah. well, and like that was like the one of f- few times where the North American team was actually good and like could compete internationally. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Yeah, this this game when it came out um, got mostly favorable reviews, but it's kind of a hard game to give a number to for a review, you know, especially before release. Yeah, um, it got a seventy eight on Metacritic originally, but 
a lot of reviewers came back, including like IGN and, and Polygon and other places to kind of give it a, a reassessment later on. There was sort of a wave of, of uh, in 2013 of uh, journals coming back with a, like, you know, higher scores for it after been like, okay, like the concept they presented makes sense. Like they kept it up for three years, like, you know. Um, so um, also League has been nominated for Best Esports Game 2016 and 2017, and then it won for 2018 and 2019. Yeah. Um, Definitely better than Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, from the esports angle, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're finally here. I know what everyone wants to talk about with League of Legends uh, on toxicity. That's what initially scared me from the game, honestly. Yeah. That's why it's I uh, waited so long to play it. Right. So I just play with fives. Like I just play yeah. with your team. That's the best yeah. thing you can do is play with play with friends. Yeah. Um. So Riot Games has acknowledged this problem, but said only a small portion of the game's players are actually toxic. According to Jeffrey Lin, who is the lead designer of social systems, the majority of negative behavior is by players who are just occasionally acting out, in quotes. Um, However, a study by the Anti-Defamation League has shown that League of Legends is one of the most common video games to experience harassment while playing, with 76% of total players reporting harassment in-game. Yeah, that sounds accurate. That's accurate. Yeah, and so I to me that sounds like the other twenty four percent are harassing people. <laughs> um, so there have been some system updates that were implemented to tackle this issue. Um, so they of course have the basic report functionality where you can report your teammates or opponents. Um, yeah, tell me about the report system. Do you guys feel that that works or no? It does. It does now. I think it's it's a lot better than it used to be. Yeah. Like last think- year, they, they had a, a big thing with it where they tried to like rework it. Um, so now if you report someone, it'll tell you, oh, the player that you reported has like received a punishment. Um, right. Yeah. Things like that. So they, it's usually yeah. like if you're good at reporting people, they'll take that in consideration. Like, yeah. So when they um, when you flag someone, right. And if your flag results in a ban or punishment, then it, it, it updates on there. And so they'll be like, OK, this guy has a good rating as a as a reporter, like, as a as snitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically, if you if you false report people a lot, then your reports will hold less weight. Oh, yeah. like a boy who cried wolf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Which is, I mean, that's pretty good. You shouldn't like because sometimes yeah, you know, right. like, oh, this jungler yeah. never ganked my lane. I'm going to report him and stuff. Right. You can't. No, I, I mean, that. like, even in Overwatch, like people will like report people like, oh, this Percy didn't heal me and I died. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, Just do better. No. Yeah. It was weird so, too because League early on had the tribunal system. If you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah. Where, I was uh, actually about to mention that. But yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Um, so basically, it said players who met certain requirements were able to review the reports that were sent to Riot, and then players would, as a group, decide that the messages were a violation or not, and then an automated system would punish the person. <laughs> Which sounds an in- it sounds insane. That's what, what the tribunal was. I mean, yeah, sounds, that's what it was. It sounds <laughs> insane, but honestly, I think that system is kind of like, especially if like these players have. Um, like a history of being like I guess pretty good with their reports and our trusted players in the community I think it's a cool idea but yeah if you were if anymore. you were good like I got invited to the tribunal and one of the benefits was like uh if, if you're successful in banning someone that like the majority agreed with uh you get like extra currency essentially which is like really useful early on and you have to right. buy like 90 percent of the things mm-hmm. um so I, I found this to be insane. Uh, 
Lynn, who we said earlier was the lead designer of the social systems, um, said that eliminating toxicity is an unrealistic goal. <laughs> and uh, their focus will be on rewarding good player behavior. Um, so to that effect, of course, in 2017, they uh, launched their honor system, which we got, we've already uh, described here. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the esports. Um, so League of Legends is, of course, the world's largest esport and is credited for the birth of that industry. Um, online viewership and in-person attendance for the game's esports events have outperformed those of the NBA, the World Series, and Stanley Cup. So people like it. <laughs> um, in uh, the 2019 and 2020 worlds, uh, Riot Games reported that 44 and 45 peak million concurrent viewers, respectively. Oh, that's yeah. Also, um, all these worlds numbers are basically the West and Korea. Um, China is a completely separate measurement that's not included. It's something yeah, because like, then it'd be inflated oh, no. to stupid. Something numbers. like 70, 70 million. Pl- add 70 million to that from China. I think Jesus. is the, is the yeah the actual yeah. number. Um, and the game's highest paid professional players have commanded salaries of above $1 million, which is over three times the highest paid players in the Overwatch oh League. God. Yeah. Perks got paid two mil, I think. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, so also, I don't, I, I should have mentioned this earlier or I'll just stick it in here, but um, this game is still wildly popular. Um, Riot reported that in 2021 in the summer that their uh, average player count was monthly 115 million so oh, globally yeah globally yes yeah yeah because the, um, the west has the smallest server so i'm like yeah for sure um yeah. this is this is obviously this this game is huge in asia specifically in china and korea um but uh, yeah. all over asia as well China yeah. is so big, it has like 15 of its own servers. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have a super server, which is if you're a diamond one or higher, you get invited to the super server. So like the top 1% of the other 15 servers mm-hmm. in China get invited to a super server. Um, and then the you find players, a top so like... 1% of that, <laughs> which is like the pro players. Yeah. It's insane. God. There's a guy who's like, he plays Keanu. He's like a Keanu one trick in uh, Challenger China's on the super server. Mm-hmm. And like, the Kiana ban rate on the server globally is like 60%, because they're like, yeah, if he gets it, he'll probably beat everybody <laughs> in the game. Like, there's um, people that good. So tell me a little bit about how the esports work. Like, how are the leagues divided up and, you know, stuff like that? So, yeah, they do it by uh, they do it by geographic regions. Um, so every geographic region will have its own tournaments throughout the year. Um, so, like, there's NA, North America, there's a uh, Latin American one. There's EU West, Russia has its own, Turkey has its own, um, yeah. and then Asia, you know, China has one, Japan has one, Korea has one. Um, so basically, they all have their own separate leagues running throughout the year. And there's only, this is something that's criticized a lot, there's only two international tournaments every year um, yeah. where the, the regions actually play each other. There um, used to be three, which was like a little better when they had Rift Rivals, which yeah. is essentially and like... they didn't do it, like... Yeah, then they just stopped. Years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, basically the top couple teams from each region will make it to the world championship. Um, yeah. and that's where the regions actually finally play each other. I've Do you think heard... part of the... Oh, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I, I can... I'm can. i starting another thought, so if you can... You can... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the reason they canceled Rift Rivals was essentially a burnout. Because pro players like play fucking like 14 hours a day, like 12 hours a day. Yeah. When they're like competing at the top level. Mm-hmm. So all these three international tournaments would usually be the top three teams like all year. So they just like, yeah, which is usually when they finally have a break, like, yeah, but instead they're competing at these, they're competing again, again and again. It's like, 
14, 15 hours for like, you know, eight months, nine months. And these guys are like 20, so. Yeah. yeah. Really insane. Um, what I was going to bring up is I, I heard that the Olympics, like in upcoming years, are going to start featuring esports as a. Uh, yeah, that is something sport. they've discussed. Did they decide firmly to do that? I don't remember. I'm not sure, but I think League definitely has a chance of being one of the games they would put into the Olympic esports. Um, I can't imagine they would create sports to play at the Olympics or um, esports to play at the Olympics. So I imagine yeah. they'd have to use like games that are already being played. Uh, the IOC said that in 2024, uh, they will not be including esports, but they are still leaving the option open for 2028 for discussions on it. Oh my God, come on. I want them to start putting esports in the Olympics. If it was there, just Korea trying to be like <laughs> destroying everyone. <laughs> they show a league on ESPN sometimes, and I think like Overwatch 2 and other yeah, stuff. Yeah, they have. Yep. Um, yeah, they had a TV deal, I think, for a while. Yeah. So that's um, the first step. Yeah, esports have definitely become a thing people like know about at the very least. Um, so it, it, mostly it's because of the like insane amounts of money some of these kids are making, yeah. you know. Um, but you know there there of course uh, there's a whole you know dirty background, lots of drama in the esports world, and um, I get scared every time I try to step in there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Uh, we are, I, I'm going to try to like make this sort of brief, but we do need to talk about it. The law. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know how like, um, how should I say this? There's been a gigantic, long, very complicated and condensed or dense history of uh, sexual harassment and discrimination lawsuits against Riot. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there are so many that it has its own <coughs> Wikipedia page. Um, and I could do an entire, not just one podcast, but an entire podcast series on all of the legal problems Riot has had with sexual harassment and discrimination. Hey. Yeah. Oh. Hey. So, um. Seems to be a recurring theme for a lot of big gaming companies currently. Yeah. It, uh, I, I kind of, it kind of seemed like they were the worst until all this Blizzard stuff came out. And now Riot's probably like, everyone forgot about us. <laughs> Thank God <laughs> Blizzard's worse than we are. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, we're, I, I tried to pick out some. I shouldn't say highlights, but like important parts of, of this uh, history here. ESPN, so, yeah, highlights. Top twenty League of Legends scandal highlights. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in 2018, this 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 lawsuit stuff began when Kotaku spoke to, and this was a uh, Jason Schreier, I believe. Um, at Kotaku, um, spoke to 28 former and current employees at Riot Games about what the working conditions were like there. Um, there were a lot of, you know, some um, widespread issues such as female employees being overlooked when, you know, the same ideas for male employees were readily accepted. Uh, female employees being groomed for senior positions and then passed up when a new male employee was hired, etc. cetera. Um, they described it as like a bro frat culture sort of a thing, um, which of course is a widespread industry problem, not making an excuse for them, but um so other allegations included receiving images of male genitalia from colleagues and bosses and email threads speculating on what it would be like to penetrate a female employee and a list shared among senior staff members detailing which female employees they would sleep with. This was just in the initial report that, that Kotaku published. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of August 2018, Riot revealed that they were implementing some steps to uh, change the internal culture. 
um, and they created a culture and diversity and inclusion initiative. Um, they hired uh, Francis X. Frey, uh, which is the coolest name I think I've seen, as a senior advisor um, for diversity and leadership. And uh, there was a class action lawsuit. Sounds uh, like a Far Cry villain. Yeah, Francis X. Frey. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, in August 2019, the, the class action lawsuit was... Uh, they reached a settlement and uh, Riot Games paid $10 million in damages to the women that had been employed at Riot Games over the last five years. Which I think is not a lot of money. I mean, in comparison to the amount of money they're making, probably It's not. barely a drop in the bucket for them. Like, wow. um, So California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing had been investigating claims of gender discrimination at Riot and... In, uh, in August 2021, this, this lawsuit is still ongoing, by the way, mm-hmm. um, DFEH uh, asserted that Riot was interfering in their ongoing investigations by falsely in- informing employees that they could not speak to them directly. Although the court ordered Riot to issue a memo to all employees that they legally could speak to DFEH, Riot has yet to comply with this order. So basically what that means is that like the bosses at Riot Games told everyone that they weren't allowed to talk to the uh, to the state of California while they were being investigated, although the state of California mandated that all employees were able to speak to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, this is like an obstruction of justice charge too now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, Laurent, who is one of the senior people at Riot, um, was sued by Laurent's former assistant uh, on January 2021 for sexual discrimination charges. Um, and he is, a uh, that, that, uh, case is still open as well. So Riot opened an investigation that was headed by three members of its own board of directors. And they found nothing. And they found, they found no evidence of wrongdoing no, with of themselves. Huh. When well, you investigate yourself, you don't find anything Interesting. Um, my last note there is just, there are literally dozens of other controversies you could read about this for like another hour. Uh, don't work at Riot Games. So, uh, Skipping on, uh, as, as I don't have anything to add to that, like, I just think that needs to be talked about because it's such a fucking huge thing about that company. I mean, it makes sense because, like, especially if you see on Reddit, uh, Trindomir, which is Mark Merrill, he has some of, like, the worst takes I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like, a CEO has. Well, it's, like, very tone deaf. Like, insanely tone deaf. Um, yeah, I mean, gamers, I- like, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. You can- no, I was just going to say, like, gamers starting and running companies, like, this is this is so common everywhere yeah. in the gaming industry. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always the same s- culture. I'm gonna say with a culture or like a community that, I guess, like initially was very uh, that rejected women in that space. It makes sense, and it's not surprising to me. Um, it's very frustrating, obviously, to know that these problems are ongoing, and that despite um, women having a larger like space in this community, it's still we're being rejected and we're being rejected in very like just unpleasant ways. So it doesn't surprise me at all. Their diversity initiative, by the way, I I didn't have this in here, but um, the league of legends team had uh, in uh, when these, when this started in 2018 uh, had only six women on it uh, out of literally several hundred employees. And uh, the next year, they reported that they had doubled the number of female employees. So yes, now they have 12. Um, that is 
insane. Oh, we yes. doubled our number of female employees. <laughs> also, yeah. none of those women were the same people that were working there the year before. All of oh. them had quit. Oh, God. Understandably. Yeah, they're, from what I've under, and I haven't investigated this recently, but I remember reading an article about this last year. Um, that like there there have been like maybe like literally like a, a like single digit number of women that have worked at Riot that have lasted longer than a year. Uh, there's one girl who uh, I feel really bad for. Like she's a skin designer mm-hmm. for um for one of the skin lines that did like I think a Spirit Blossom, which is like best uh, skin line, literally best skin line. Yeah, that's a good one. She, she was like the lead designer for that, and there she's like, this is a good idea. People like it, and then they're like, no, this is a dumb idea. Don't do it. This shit. And it was like one of the most popular ones in the game mm-hmm. when it finally went out. I have Ari Spirit Blossom and I adore that skin. Yeah, those are yeah. all good. Yeah. All right. So um, basically at this point, I want to open this up to you guys. Like what other things do you want to talk about concerning League? Like I know you guys could probably talk about it for like a long time, but like what are some, some things you're interested in about talking about? Um... I mean, I really like the Arcane series. I think they've done a really good oh. uh, job so far with that. Yep. Yeah. What? I, let me let me outline then quickly, like the side projects from the League universe. We can talk about that a little bit. Um, so, uh, Teamfight Tactics on iOS and Android. Um, that's an auto chess game, which is like yep. a kind of. Um, it's not like an. Uh, what am I trying to say? It's like Plants vs Zombies, but yeah, one v one. That's a, that's a good description of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's basically that. Um, that's a mobile game. Uh, came out in March 2020. I actually do have uh, it on the game client though on PC as well. Oh yeah, I forgot they do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that came out later, right? On yes, PC. Oh, the PC one was first, wasn't it? PC, yeah, was yeah I think PC was first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there is uh, Legends of Runeterra, which is their card game that everyone has to have. That's pretty good. I enjoy it honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not I played it. I, I, I'm just like. It, every it's like every established franchise was like oh we have to make a card game you know the card art yeah. for it is really good i i appreciate yeah. almost literally every single card i've heard game. it's less pay to win than hearthstone i don't know I yeah it would have to be just by like existing it would you have to be want, less you get a lot win. of free content in legends of runeterra so it's okay. i think it does really well with that um then there's of course league of legends wild rift which was the mobile remake yeah. um that uh, I did try that out actually. I played one match in there just to kind of see what it was uh, earlier this year. Came out in March this year. Um, yep. Surprisingly, works very well. Like they really worked hard to format it so it could be played on a phone easily. Um, mm-hmm. So props to that. That game is obviously getting a lot of play as well. Um, so they call it Wild Rift because it's not actually the exact same game. They had to um, redo some of the um, some of the systems and how things are set up in order to make it work better on mobile. And um, they they devoted a lot of resources to it, and it came out well. It's it's pretty pretty good response on it. Um, have any, have you any played the Wild Rift version? I have. I think the animation on it is really fun. Like it looks a lot better than obviously the PC game. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoy it. There's fewer characters, sadly, but it's still oh. really fun to play. Yeah. Yeah, I tried a, a couple games of it um, when it came out, and, I, and then I was like, "Oh, why am I doing this? I can just play on the computer." But um, right, yeah, I, I, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was well done. Like, I, yeah, I was initially skeptical of being able to translate a game that's like so complicated with a keyboard and mouse mm-hmm. to a right. to a mobile display. But yeah, I, I imagine that's been helpful in Asia as well, getting people to play on their phone now too. Yeah, I'm sure it's wildly popular over there. Um, 
So then, of course, they've announced uh, League of Legends, The Ruined King, which is going to be a turn-based uh, RPG that is coming out in 2022, coming to all consoles. I'm really excited s- about that. Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. Diego's story. I'm so excited. Yeah, Diego is The Ruined King, right? Yeah. yeah. They botched his story in League so fast. Because <laughs> they, they released an item called Blade of the Ruined King, like, five years ago. Um, that we never knew who the Ruined King was. And then Viego came out like this year and he is the Ruined King. Uh, but yeah, I don't really know his story. He is uh, he, ooh, an edgy I, king. I can explain it the best that I can. So basically Viego was a like kind of spoiled prince and he fell in love, I believe, with like a seamstress's daughter. And somewhere along the line, like the seamstress's daughter, like um, she died... Oh during an assassination attempt on him and um basically he like started this like war to um get uh i guess it was like obtaining this like water that could basically like bring her back to life or something it was like a it was like a pool and ended up just killing a whole bunch of people to get her to this pool and then when he put her in it and she revived she became this like terrifying like angry wraith who ended Classic. up killing him because oh, wow. he brought her back to life and she was it, it was just such a sad story but oh my god it's, it's great i'm excited to see that i'm excited to see the game they should have called the game go viego go that would been fun <laughs> go viego go go viego anyway so uh yeah like we said there is an untitled is uh, untitled mmo coming in summer 2023 um which yeah, is gonna be the best one i think yeah, I think that'll be interesting. I'll, I'll dip into that if it's. I'm assuming it'll be free to play. Um, and then, of course, we have Arcane, which is the Netflix show that debuted just a, a week ago. Um, so which uh, I, I will speak as somebody who doesn't know, obviously doesn't know or, or very, care very much about League of Legends. It's a really good show. It is. Like, like I'm like already invested in these characters and stuff, and like the animations fit like fantastic. And as like, far as like Western animation goes, like we don't get a lot of good. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Like, it's gorgeous, and I, it, I honestly, love the style. Like, somebody, I was talking about it yesterday with my friends, and somebody was like, "It's like, imagine if, like, do you remember like Code Lyoko? It's like if that looked good." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it kind of is like that." Code Lyoko was good for its time, though. So, like, I look at it now. That. Go look at a picture of Code Lyoko right <laughs> no, now. I Are those those big forehead people? Code Viego. <laughs> okay, they did a really yeah. good job of. Um, they like drop hints for like the longtime players and like fans of the game. Like like when Powder, um, I guess no spoilers here, but like when when he's like, "Oh, you jinx every mission you go on," and then everybody knows that she's going to be jinxed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and oh, like oh, it's like, like in uh, it, yeah, it's like in in Gotham when like the character Jared, they're like, "Oh, you're such a joker," and then he like smiles at the camera. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> like or, that. or Dark Knight Rises when it's like, "Oh, your middle name's Robin." yeah it's like that oh yeah 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 so it's It's, like one of those little rewards where you're like oh i know what's gonna happen type of thing but i mean like they put like a lot of community memes in there i think as well like the cupcake uh the cupcake thing for caitlin i think that's pretty yes oh on the windowsill there yeah yeah what does that mean uh she apparently she's just really good at making cupcakes (laughs) and i think one of her skins is like she puts down traps but they're actually cupcakes and one of her skins yeah Yeah, her default one is that yeah oh it's default okay it's default yeah yeah the um I will say, like, just, just for me, completely, again, like, I I know, like, there are a lot of people that, like, literally want nothing to do with League of Legends, and I understand, because I'm one of those people, but, like, you should watch the show. The it's show. a really good way to, like, get into the, the, like, the really good parts of this, which are, like, they have such good, like, character designs, and, like, 
mm-hmm. lore and everything like that, and without having to engage with the game. It's Are we all caught up? For six years. Uh, I've I've only watched the first two episodes. Oh. So um, it took six years to make this show, so they put a lot of work and love into it, and I really do appreciate. Yeah, you it. can tell that the people who wrote this like really cared, and like from a from like I'm always like looking at stuff from like a, like a critic angle too, which is like kind of shitty, I know, but like I'm like always thinking like, okay, did they like reward this character for choosing to do this? Did they like you know come back around on on this build up that they did? Did they pay it off in the correct way, like etc. And like I don't know, it just feels like. This feels like a show that they the, the script of the show feels like one they would use in like a script writing class. Like this is how you like make like a, a satisfying narrative. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. But anyway, I stayed, like I said earlier, I stayed up until six a.m. watching it today, so I just I really love it. Oh, and also when when uh, Powder like has the perfect accuracy and the sh- little shooting thing downstairs. Yes. Oh my! Because like Jinx is a a shooter character in the game. Like she uses uh-huh. guns. And then this is like baby Jinx. Um, obviously, when she's like a, a child, and she's already like really good at shooting. So that's another like small, yeah. like payoff. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I I didn't. I, I have heard of the character Jinx. I did not know that Powder was good. Yeah, she's one of the her. most popular. Um, but yeah, she's just like a blue haired yeah. like crazy. Right. I've girl. I've heard of I, I've heard of her though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is she like is she like crazy looking in the game? Yeah, she has like yeah. crazy face and crazy. She's got eyes. like a yeah. Harley Quinn thing going on. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what's yeah. gonna happen to her in the show, but she. Probably it'll be it'll, it'll be spoilers, but we'll see her fall basically. Yeah, we'll probably yeah see what happens to her. And hold on, let me look at a picture. I love uh, her and Vi. Like I love like when stories play on like sisterly sisterly yeah. relationships. Oh, the yeah. end of episode three hurt so bad. It hurt I was like, so oh, bad. But I I have four younger sisters, so like I I really relate to that, and uh, I cannot wait. Oh, to the rest Jinx of them. is in a uh, Fortnite as well. Yes, they just they actually. Are. That's why yeah. uh, League of Legends is on the Epic Store now. They have like a a Fortnite crossover thing going. They did a yeah. Fortnite crossover. They did an Among Us crossover. They did, uh, yeah. yeah. They I they did see that they have an Among Us crossover yesterday. Does that game exist? Among Us, yeah, yeah. Still. No, they they just put out another big update for it. They added like wow. a bunch of new roles. Like, mm-hmm. I just haven't I think, played it in a year. Yeah, I would actually like to dip back into it with like a big group again because they added like three new roles. Like, so you're not either just an imposter or a crewmate. Okay. Um, there's like a I don't remember what the other things are, but like it, it, it's like that's cool. I, I think that's they've added like another map and everything, and so I don't know. I, I'd like I haven't played it since like I think the on Steam like the last time it says I played it was like August last year. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I don't know. I still have it installed though because it's like four megabytes. Yes, this was last played August twenty ninth, twenty twenty. Yep, we're over the year mark. Yep. Damn. Um. It was a good game, though. Anyway. No, it was so, good for, for what it was, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, do you, uh, like, I guess now we'll, we'll jump in and, and freeform if anyone wants to throw anything else out there. Um, I guess it's kind of interesting the game has lived so long versus, like, a lot of other games. I mean, games don't usually last, like, 11 years, mm-hmm. which is, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of other, like, uh, Minecraft comes to mind that came out also in 2010. Um mm-hmm. Has has obviously lived very strong since then. Um, I mean, like, I feel like the popularity has definitely had its ups and downs, but I think that they've been good at like enlivening it, like every couple of years. Yeah. Like right now, yeah. I think it's at a high point. Right. Like e- even like a uh, World of Warcraft launched two thousand five. I want to say is that right, Matt? Two thousand four. Four or five, somewhere around there is fine. Yeah, but like, I mean that that game has also like the kind of plummeted in popularity too. And it, it's had like it's ups and downs, but like it's at a pretty low down right now. Um, 
Like, yeah. um, I, I, I don't know that thing, I... Lee kind of dominates the market in terms of MOBAs, which is what this game is. It's like Dota, right. Dota 2, and League. And I'm sure if like Riot made a League 2, like they'll just transfer everything over and people just play League 2. It's kind of like how um there's there's a new COD every year, there's a new Madden, there's a new yeah. 2K. Yeah. You know, the games last just because there's a newer version of it. League's always been this the same league. game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the key to that is being that it's free. Like, yeah. you know. Um, I think the... Uh, what was I going to say? Like, there there are, like, these... There are there are these games that like have like a lot of players like but but even the games that are like huge right now like um or like even it was impressive when they revealed like in in June or July or something EA was like oh yeah like Apex Legends has 13 million monthly players and you're like holy shit that's like a lot they're doing really well and then it's like League of Legends is in its own like sort of S tier having 115 million people per month yeah. you know what i mean yeah like that's like probably i mean I don't actually even know if that's I'm trying to think now. I I mean like I don't think there's any real way to measure this but like you know Minecraft is like the most sold game of all time and everything. Like it, I don't really know that there's a way to like compare that cuz like the Minecraft is like a paid game, you know, but like if we're just talking about like how many people are playing it every month, like I think League probably trumps that, right? Maybe Fortnite. Or no. Yeah, at its so, peak Fortnite was was higher I think, but um Yeah, Fortnite's definitely not at its peak anymore. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no. Like it was like three hundred million or something like that. Um, let me see here. Uh, in twenty twenty, their uh, average monthly players was eighty point four million. So yeah, I think twenty eighteen was like when Fortnite kind of like blew up, right? Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy how well this game is still doing. Like, it's it's probably gonna keep doing it. I mean, like, it's it's sad when I look back at like what i don't know like blizzard blizzard like blizzard had something you know when they when they got overwatch out like that first like year and a half like they had something to rival a league of legends and then like they kind of lost th the thread and then like two and a half years ago they just stopped working on it and we're like we're gonna make a sequel instead and like yeah. I, I don't know it just like if they if they stopped working on league of legends and we're like oh just wait for three years I, we're gonna make league Le league two like you know what i mean like that's insane yeah. Like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I don't know. League's a lot more complex, too. So it's like, Fortnite's pretty, I guess, sim or not Fortnite. Overwatch is pretty simple in regards to that. And I mean, like, like I think it, League is mm -hmm. also not as graphically demanding. Yeah, yeah it's a lot more accessible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, I know Overwatch isn't, like, intensive, but, you know, there's still a lot of more computers out there that will handle League over Overwatch. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, Overwatch also has the benefit of being on consoles too. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think that like there was a time when like, I think Overwatch could have become like a thing to like, could like last like this. And like, they, they just really lost the thread somewhere, which kind of makes me sad. But um, I don't know. There are, there are other games that are doing like really well. Like I, I, I have to actually check this. Let me see if how many, I think if Overwatch released a campaign mode, honestly, it just it'd still be. Well, I mean, that's what they're trying to do now, but like, there's just <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, too it's late, like, right? Too late, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um. Oh shit. Okay, never mind. In October. <laughs> okay, I spoke too soon. Excuse me. In October 2021, Xbox reported that Minecraft had 141 million players. That Damn. Month. Okay. So yeah, try to catch up, League. You still got a way to go. <laughs> Minecraft is still the king. Oh, wait, is like, or, or wait, is Roblox? Oh, yeah, Roblox might be. Hold on. Oh, Jesus. Let me check. Roblox is free, isn't it? 
Oh my god! Oh. What, what oh. Yeah, Roblox had 202 million monthly yeah. active players. I think every person under the age of 18 in the world plays Roblox. How? Like, what is Roblox? It's like, <laughs> Does it's like anyone Gar- know what it is? It's like Gary's mod in Minecraft is the best way I can describe it. That's a good. That's a good description. Um, I I genuinely I I always forget how big that game is, and then I just like it just fucking blows me away every time. Um. Well, I went to my buddy's uh, house one time, and like all his three brothers were just around the, uh, like they're around the dining room table on their laptops, just playing Roblox together. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> I believe it. it it's like uh, I don't know. There's there's always these games that you forget. Like people can, in the U.S. and like all over the West, like continually forget that PUBG has like ha- like hundreds of millions of players in other countries, like especially India and China, like. PUBG is still huge. It's still like one of the kings there. Um, like in uh, in PUBG India, mobile, yeah, not the, yeah, uh, yeah, in India, like PUBG Mobile, I think they reported has sixty million monthly players. Um, just the mobile version in India, mm-hmm. so it's like they're doing okay over there. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting to see what the, the top games are are like in different places in the world. Like pretty much like the most played games here are are always Minecraft and GTA Five, but like. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's cool to see other stuff pop up elsewhere. How's Genshin Impact doing? Oh, I forgot about that. They're doing well, I think. Because last time I've seen, uh, like, when they do their new characters you have to gamble on. Yeah. Like, one of the most recent ones was, like, broke a record or something. So I'm sure oh, wow. they're doing okay. Maybe not in players, but, like, in income. In money, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, in October, they reported 53 million monthly players. What was it at the start? Like 100? 200? Uh, I'm not sure how many it was at the beginning. Let's see, but that's still pretty good. Wow, they've had 40 million downloads on mobile. It's pretty good. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, don't know. If anyone doesn't have anything else to say, we'll, we'll kind of like roll out of here. Um, um, I hate League of Legends, but I still play it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of an abusive relationship, I would say. Yeah. For... I can agree there. I know I should leave, but maybe maybe the client will change. <laughs> have you? Uh, oh wait, has anyone played um, Blizzard's uh, Heroes of the Storm? They made their own. No, yeah, uh, their own logo. That's fun. Have, yeah, it's a, it's a lot simpler because there's no items; it's just champions, mm-hmm. and like uh, it's only focused on the experience you get instead of gold as well. So yeah, it's like tracers in it. Yeah, it's buried entry is a lot easier, and I think it's a lot simpler. Uh, they have like they, different. They basically had different game modes. Like, you'd load in, and they'd be like, "Oh, this is the game mode. This is the gimmick of the map, and get to the end like League and destroy it." Right. I, I've heard a lot of people say they like preferred it because it is simpler, which I can kind of understand. Um, yeah. But I, I also don't like. I don't know. I, I the Blizzard shut down Heroes of the Storm like a year and a half ago. Not not shut it down, but rather said there weren't going to be any new feature updates. Like it's just like you know stability patches now yeah it's like, and they shut down the esports league and everything because they poured all the money into the wildly successful overwatch league <laughs> yeah i guess um, that was, like it's successful. league probably has like the of all the popular games and ones we talked about league is probably the highest learning curve um by oh, far for sure which is i guess it's a uh, rewarding in a way for people as they learn the game um mm-hmm. the barrier to entry is so annoying <laughs> it's yeah it's it's a bad 
abnormally high barrier of entry to play this game. Michael, you were you you played with me the two matches I played, right? Yeah, I think so. A yeah, I think ago, you, yeah. yeah, it was like years ago. I, I did not enjoy it. It's all all four of us should play after this. Oh, man. <laughs> Do I have to download the Riot client? You, you might uh, have to. I actually don't know if it forces you to. Because that like, now, just came out like a month ago. Yeah, I think now they they all launch through the... Like all their games launch through the same client, maybe. I think they made, made something. Okay, like I mean, I have Valorant installed, so I don't know if that... Oh, it's probably that. Yeah, I guess my, my computer did download it. Dang. <laughs> I didn't even know yeah. that my computer downloaded oh, the Riot client. I guess we should also mention Valorant, maybe, but that, that's just another game by Riot Games that is not in the League of Legends universe. Yeah, we could do um, another episode on Valorant. We, we will do a Valorant episode later, yeah, for sure. Um, that's actually a pretty popular esport as well. Yeah, show. it is. Matt, you can be on the Valorant episode, too. I've been on three episodes in a row? What the hell? No, we're not doing it next week. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely more of an FPS person, so I like I'm, I'm alternating games that Alyssa cares about with games that I care about. <laughs> nice. When you guys get on the World of Warcraft podcast, yeah, yeah, we'll do that eventually. Don't don't invite me. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't invite me either. I yeah, played well, WoW Classic for like two weeks when it came out, and that was, that was it. Oh no, Matt, how many hours do you have in WoW now? I think it, last time we we checked one time and it was hey, like checked. it was like eight thousand or something. I, don't yeah, I think I have. I'm trying to remember how many I have on League. It's a uh, probably something like that. Eight thousand hours. No, it was more. No, it was less. It was less. It was like seven thousand something. Because uh, I looked at it, I was like, I oh, know it was under three hundred days. I haven't. I have not. I've unfortunately not broken a thousand hours on any game yet. I have like eight hundred eighty something in Overwatch, but I gotta. I gotta. I'm. So, I got so close, but that's too late. Yeah. I've got probably have like, like 4, at least. 000, I've got to have at least fifteen hundred on Apex. Oh wait, hold on. Let me find. Um, uh, uh, Alyssa, actually, do you know do you know about Grace's time with Crusader Kings too? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you can go to her Steam profile and see this, but uh, Grace has forty two hundred hours on Crusader Kings too. What? Yeah. Oh, no. How? She likes it. It's a good game. Oh my god! <laughs> if you ask her about it, she's like, "It's a good game." <laughs> I'm like, "I guess it is." Damn, and I thought I was obsessed with the games that I play. Yeah, well, that's. I think the only two games in her whole Steam library are Crusader Kings 2 and, Star- and Stardew Valley, so. Fair enough. Um, anyway. Okay, cool. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up and get out of here. Um, so, um, Matt, uh, thanks for joining us. Do you have anything you want to like uh, plug or talk about at the end here? Uh, no, but I have reviewed League on the GG app. It's really good. Nice. Come Come check that out. What did you write about it? Uh, I just said it's good. Right. <laughs> it's good. It's all. It's tight. Yeah, come all look. Right. Come look at it. Uh, all right, Nikhil, you have anything you want to plug that you did or want people to see? Um, I did not do anything. Um, so no, I guess I guess I don't. But uh, okay, great. Happy Happy <laughs> November. Thanksgiving's coming up. You're right. Uh, Alyssa, how about you? Um, I'm getting ready for Katsukan, so. I guess I got pretty okay. cosplays. Where's that one? That one's in DC. I'm going to have a Bloodhound cosplay ready um, by February. Although okay. I'm, I'm not making that one. I'm commissioning that one, but still. When is um, the when is the KatsuCon? It's, uh, I think it's Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, okay, gotcha. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, I um, let me see what I do. If you go to GameLister.com or YouTube.com slash GameLister, you can find our stuff there. Um, I just put up a video review of this game, Bright Memory Infinite. I am the only person in the whole the entire world who liked it, apparently. Um, it has a horrible review score. Uh, I really enjoyed it. 
<laughs> go 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 watch my review i guess um the uh hold on a second let, let me let me just pull this up for you like this game did so fucking badly i just like literally can't believe uh is it worth because i bought it under your recommendation i'm starting to regret it <laughs> why i didn't tell you to buy it no I, said, like, I i believe you over these reviewers all right um look at look at this look at the scores here not not doing so good um but um <laughs> anyway anyway i liked it um if you want a fun first person shooter campaign like it's not super long or anything but like i really had a good time i think it's really creative it's fun go try it out um so um yeah other than that um i guess that's uh that's it please you know find us on twitter at gamebusters pod um tweet tweet at us uh tweet a picture tweet your favorite picture of viego at us um <laughs> there's a lot of good banner of viego out there <laughs> we'll, we'll say tweet your favorite safe for work art of viego at us oh that one where he's stepping on that person i wish that was me <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and so uh, I was going to say, uh, for us to end on, if anyone has a good sort of their favorite voice line they want to throw out from the game. Um, oh, Mumu is the sad mummy. Um, and when you click him to choose him, he says, I thought you'd never pick me. And it's Aww. like really sad. Okay, but I, I hate playing against a Mumu, so I can't actually feel bad about that. <laughs> oh, shit, there's a Ziggs voice line I used to be able to do. I don't know if I can do it anymore. You can, yeah, just just do it. Just do your best shot. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was like. Does it? Does this will be a blast. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's like a, when that's you pick him. Ziggs, yeah. yeah, that's sort of the junk rat character. He's like a yeah, junk he's rat a bomb, yeah, bomb. bomb character. <laughs> okay. bombs. I've noticed that all of the league characters, like like almost every like I think every Overwatch character is like I found them in league somewhere, <laughs> like just looking. For yeah, I guess Wrecking while. Ball is Ramus, the the rolling guy we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess so. Is his name Ramus because he rams into people? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, maybe, I guess. Yeah, That, that makes sense. sense. Right. His only voice line is okay. Yeah, literally, he says, okay. That's, okay. that's all he says. Somebody just give me a clean okay and we'll, we'll cut it. Okay. But anyway, so when people were complaining about it, the, someone on the game design team tweeted out, "Like, oh, our team has a combined experience of, or a combined two hundred years of game development experience, um, so we're right here." <laughs>